Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Talking to Myself. I'm your host, Michael Stevens. Last week, we listened as Ari was captured by a mischievous imp who planned to sell him into slavery in a nearby town. Join me on this adventure as we learn what might become of Ari. Chapter 2 Bramblehaven. Grip pulled me by my chain bindings into a small fey village of Bramblehaven. A village with a quaint capacity. Stone huts with gnarled roofs like thatch roofing. Cabins made of thick lumber. Teepees that were made of huge bones and tied with thick black hair. A combination of what seemed like many cultures. A melting pot of the fey kind. A mix of childhood daydream and nightmare. Imagination personified into a town unlike any I had ever seen. There were merchant stalls selling their wares, totems, scrolls, potion bottles, shrunken heads, sweet-smelling breads and berries. The population looked to be made up of goblins and fairies, sprites, dryads, nymphs, sylphs, dwarfs, hags, and countless other beings I've never seen with my own eyes other than in childhood books. We came to a stop in front of an open-faced hut, a glow of hot ember and molten lava emanating from the rear. The sound of metal clanks and bangs rattled my ears. Grip gave a hard tug on the chain. It forced me to sprawl into the dusty and cracked clay rail. A cloud of dust filled my mouth as I gasped from the hard blow. Hitting the ground, I looked up at my captor, a malevolent grin on his face. Sit. Stay. Good, surfacer. He latched my chain to a post outside. How degrading to be treated like nothing more than a dog. I watched as Grip entered the building. He puffed his chest out and began to saunter to the back. A huge figure emerged from the shadows wearing what looked like leather overalls carrying ingots of metal in every shade of the rainbow. His long brown hair and braided beard framed his very round face. Only his bulbous nose, rounded cheeks, and bright fluorescent blue eyes shone through the copious amount of hair this oversized man had. I assumed this was the dwarf Grip had mentioned. I could see them talking. The dwarf dropped the ingots to the ground clapping dust from his hands as he bellowed a huge laugh. Grip looked around nervously. His face turned into a lavender. I could almost swear he had the look of embarrassment about him. The two walked toward me. Grip stayed behind, looking at his feet and rubbing the back of his mohawk like he was ashamed. The face of the dwarf stooped down to see me, and he smiled. Laughing, he grabbed me by the back of the shirt and lifted me to my feet. Hello, little one. A bit lost, are we? Seems you've been tricked by our friend here. Lucky for you, 
He brought you to one of the few honest blacksmiths in all on the hill. A look of confusion passed over my face. Tricked? I asked with hesitation. I tricked, lad. He winked as he said this. Velgrim Hammerstone, pleasure to meet your acquaintance. See, though old Grip has a point, you shouldn't tell a fae your name. He ain't exactly fae kind. More goblin kind, really. They're close cousins, goblins and imps, you see. So he don't own you like a fae would. Nothing more than a smoke bomb and a sleight of hand. Imps are tricky devils. My eyes burned with anger as I stared Grip down over Thelgrim's shoulder. He covered his head and dove behind the counter of Thelgrim's shop. Now, Grip informed me he lost the key when he offered to sell you to me. And seeing how you're not his to sell, and I don't need help in me shop, how about we set you free? He pulled a pointed hammer from his tool belt. He had barely tapped the metal binding with a small flick of his wrist, causing the metal to burst like it was made of nothing more than fine china. Ha! Huh. Goblin steel. May as well be worthless. Felgrim said haughtily. I heard that. A green, boil-covered goblin, staring from an adjacent blacksmith's stall, spat. Nothing that ain't true, Bloodbog. That right, Boyle? He patted my back. The kind gesture felt like a sledgehammer. I choked on the air, escaping my lungs. Not wanting to be in this awkward exchange, and unsure of what to say, I made a face somewhere in between a grimace of pain and a smirk. The goblin, Bloodbog, just stared hollow-eyed, working his jaw like a cow chewing cut, before spitting a tar-like goop to the clay ground. I couldn't seem to look away. Bloodbog scooped up the clay in the black tar mixture with a garden spade. Slopping it into a mold on a bed of coal, he shook his head. Getting my bearings back, I remembered that stupid, frustrating imp who had been degrading me for hours on the way to this village. My face grew hot with anger as I bolted for him, revenge on my mind. Suddenly I was running in midair, as I realized Thelgrim had picked me up by the back of my shirt again and had me dangling over the ground. Feisty bugger, aren't you? Anyway, slow down, little one. Forgive it, it's in his nature. Tricks are at heart. Thelgrim said in his kind but booming voice, Let me down! I quipped in frustration. Not till you promise to not hurt our friend there. The dwarf smiled. He's no friend of mine, I shouted and tried running in place again. That may be so, but it could be. Things are often not what they seem down here, so promise. Felgrim wisely spoke. Fine, I promise, just put me down. I gave in, knowing I'd be stuck in the air if I hadn't. Grip's head popped up from behind the counter, shaking like a cold chihuahua. He put his hands up like he was under arrest. See? Not so bad, he's just a frightened fella. Now, he said he came to us in a peculiar way. Come inside and have a chat. Let's see what we can make of your story. Felgrim said, pointing at Grip and ushering me inside.